Welcome to another episode of Bench Talk. I'm your host, Tom Gerrard. Uh, this week, I'm catching up with Mina Lunig. Hi, how's hey. it going? Good, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks for taking the time to sit down and have a chat. No worries, thanks for having me. Ah, no dramas. So, um, you grew up in uh, rural Victoria. Like... Yeah, I did. I grew up in the Strathbogie Ranges, yeah, which is um, northeast Victoria. So, I grew up on a big property there with my mum and dad and brother Felix. And, um, yeah, it was just, we had a big property with sheep and it backed onto the state forest. So there was a lot of space and freedom to roam as kids. And we did a lot of, um, a lot of adventuring and exploring, had a lot of animals. Um, we were also homeschooled for about seven years. So, um, yeah, there's just had a lot of time and freedom to, um, sort of, pursue whatever we were into at the time free yeah. range yeah free range eh? kids it's <laughs> good do you think think that uh like growing up that way was um was beneficial for you yeah i think so um yeah i think it just it meant that i had a lot of time and space to just follow my natural interests and there wasn't a lot of adult interference so um i could sort of just wake up in the morning and sort of just build my own day and decide what I wanted to do that day so um, whether that was creating little comics or um, going exploring the bush or hanging out with my horse um, playing games with my brother we could kind of yeah do whatever we wanted to do which was yeah I think that was beneficial for me cool and was um was art part of your childhood at all or was that something you found later in life um, it's sort of always been part of my life, yeah, for as long as I can remember. I was always pretty creative, always drawing and um, making little things out of clay, um, playing music. Um, yeah, I've always been creative. It's not something that I can remember starting. It's just always been a part of my life, yeah. Was art ever a, um, you know, like a, a, your main hobby or was, that, um, was it just another thing that you did? It was... Yeah, I would say it's one of it was one of my main hobbies. I loved drawing. I'd spend like hours at home drawing in pencil and pen. Um, and yeah, I got really into clay for a while and would make little um, animal sculptures. Uh, me and my brother constantly make little comics and stories about our animals. Like our dogs and our horses were big characters, so we construct long like stories about them. Um, but yeah, there were other, other things I liked doing as well. I had horses, so that was probably like a, a big hobby, was um, just horse riding and spending time with them. So a lot of, um, yeah, nature-based, animal-based stuff, and then art as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting, because you see that in your art today. A lot of animals. Yeah, of animals, yeah. animals and nature. Well, I feel like that is what my art is inspired by, is a lot of just um, my childhood and those early experiences of um, hanging out in the bush and hanging out with my animals. My animals were like some of my best friends when I was a kid and a teenager because I was homeschooled and um, we lived pretty remote. There wasn't like a lot of opportunity for socialising. So it really was like my dogs and horses were my best friends. Yeah. Cool. That's interesting. I've never even had a pet. You know, oh, really? I'm considering getting a, getting a dog. Yeah, uh, okay. Yeah, I'm a bit nervous. Yeah, oh, they're great. Yeah, no, we had lots, lots of animals. Yeah. And so um, so where you're at with your art now, like how, how did that journey begin for you? 
Um, probably pr pretty early on, like in childhood. I've just always had that in me and been naturally interested and always been a pretty creative person. Um, and then I, I did my final two years of uh, high school, like at school. I, we moved down to Melbourne from the country and I did VCE out of school and I took two art subjects there. Um, they were definitely my favourite subjects. I was always in the art room in VCE. Um, but I kind of, I kind of forgot about it for a few years after high school. I went to uni and I studied something completely different. So I did gender studies and sociology. Um, and I guess there were a few years there where I didn't really like make, make art as much, kind of forgot about it. And then when things started to heat up a bit and got a bit more stressful with uni and work, like other jobs that I was doing, um, I kind of returned to it just because it was really relaxing and I really enjoyed it. So I just sort of like get home from work or from uni and just spend like a few hours in my room just drawing and like um, that was like a real refuge for me. So that's sort of when it started to, um, I guess, yeah, become part of my life again. Hmm. Yeah. So what made you um, study uh, gender studies and sociology? Like, did you think that you were going to go down a completely different career path? I think so, because I, I didn't really ever view art as like, yeah, a career path or like a way for me to make money because it was always just like something that I did as a, as a kid and a teenager and something I enjoyed, but it's almost something that I just took for granted. Like it, it was like, that was just something that I did and enjoyed, but it wasn't a legitimate career or like a direction that I'd take um, I kind of completely overlooked it mm. um, yeah so I guess when I started uni I just wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do and I ended up doing an arts degree and just taking some sociology subjects and gender like feminist classes and I just found it super interesting and engaging um, so I just kind of followed my natural interest at the time which was that and mm. got really into it yeah yeah it is interesting that yeah, you're sort of forced to make such big decisions at a young age. Like I get yeah. it, that's a, you know, you gotta go, you know, it's the time you go to uni and all that sort of stuff. But um, I don't know, even like I think about myself as being an artist and uh, like now, I couldn't even see that even all through my 20s and through yeah. my 30s even. It, just, it, it didn't seem like a possibility, you know. As a career. Uh, yeah. I was but did you feel creative? I, oh, yeah, I was creative all the time. And I, yeah. that's why I got into graphic design because I was looking for a creative job that actually paid. Yeah. And then, um, and then uh, yeah, I realised that, that, that art was all I really wanted to do. And, yeah. Um, well, that kind of happened to me as well because... I finished my degree and I was kind of, I wasn't sure exactly what I was working towards with that. Like it was just something I was very interested in, you know, sociology and feminism. And I was um, working at a few different organisations, a lot of like not-for-profit um, women's organisations, which was really interesting. And um, I'm glad I did that. And then I got into, I sort of needed a break from offices because I realised I definitely couldn't work in an office. So I um, went total opposite and got into conservation because that's always been an interest as well. Like having grown up in the bush, I've always sort of um, had a love for the environment and animals. So I decided to try something completely different and go down that path, which was also great. Um, but like on the side of everything, like everything that I've always done, I feel like I've also kept my creativity going and I've you know kept drawing in my bedroom and that's like been the thing that I always return to and makes me feel really good but um, it wasn't until 
probably about a year ago that I actually started to see it as like an actual way to make money and like a legitimate career. It was quite recent. Yeah. And what like what was the first um, like project you worked on or, or a bit of money that came your way that made um, you see that? I think maybe maybe exhibitions. Maybe my first exhibition that like sold well was pretty exciting mm-hmm. and made me realise that that's actually something that could work and that's something that people do is they spend their time painting up exhibitions and then if it goes well you can actually make quite a bit of money from it and that, yeah that was exciting that was probably the first time I was like oh <laughs> this could work and it's gone <laughs> um yeah so probably probably exhibitions I think yeah yeah first, first exhibition and was that something you just thought um oh I'm doing all this art I'm gonna show it somewhere yeah I don't I I think it just felt like a a logical step like I was painting or drawing in my room for years um and I I just kind of I kind of remember what pushed me to do it I just kind of thought it was actually my first exhibition was at Mario's Cafe Mm -hmm. on Brunswick Street so it was just a super casual little thing like what didn't even have an opening and I feel it kind of just snowballed on from there like I kind of kept doing them and getting asked to do them and um yeah 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 it's good yeah I, my my first exhibition was an accident as well oh was it yeah i broke my leg <laughs> <laughs> i was i was just hopelessly addicted to painting i just wanted to go out painting every spare minute i had yeah. i was like a from since a teenager yeah and um yeah i broke my leg and i had cabin fever and i started um making paintings at home in the lounge room yeah right yeah but it was, it and was it good. And it turned into an exhibition. Yeah, I did an um, exhibition at uh, Dabs and Myla's old space. Um, okay. Uh, per square metre. Yeah. I had about 90 pieces in there. That's heaps. I know, it was ridiculous. I, I, like, I dug up photos and all sorts of stuff, but um, wow, that's I had a lot so of fun many. doing it. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it sold, it sold well, and I was just like, oh, my God, I this, made some money off my This could be something, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I didn't, I don't know, I guess it sparked the idea of actually um, selling art in my mind. Yeah. Me, but I didn't pursue it for like properly for years. Yeah. You know? Like I was back in 2007. Yeah. yeah. Well, the Mario's exhibition for me was ages ago. It's been a quite a like a slow progression, really. Mm. It hasn't been like it's um, anything's exploded suddenly. It's been yeah, just in little increments. Yeah. Yeah. And you've um, you've also been uh, like painting a lot of murals and stuff yeah like where did was that anything that was planned or were you just uh you know just decided one day to paint a wall and enjoy yeah, it yeah pretty much it happened organically like um yeah I kind of just follow my nose with like different things that I want to do I don't um that was just like a friend my first wall was a friend's wall in Carlton and um yeah I just felt like doing something large scale just to try something different and just see like how the characters would look like big mm-hmm. um and again, it just kind of, um, after that, I just kept getting them. And I never was really like a part of like the street art world. I don't really like seeing myself as a street artist, but it's just something that's kind of really naturally emerged over time. And I really like painting murals. Like I love the process of it and um, yeah, the physicality of it and being outside and um, kind of the community engagement, something different. Yeah, kind of. It's good to mix things up, I think, as well. Like, um, you can kind of, if you're just painting ex- exhibitions, I feel like you can go a little bit crazy because you're like on your own, 
and um, just like in, in its very different headspace than being outside and painting murals and working physically. So yeah. It's good to have the two to switch between. It is. It is. That's it's come up time and time again on this podcast. Really? It's, you know, everyone says it's like, oh, you get cabin fever in the, oh, uh, in the studio and then you get out and paint. And, but then you're out, if you're out painting murals all the time, you end up craving being in the studio. Well, that sends you a bit crazy as well if you're yeah. only painting murals. Like, yeah. it's pretty intense, yeah. especially with, like, the deadlines, I find. And just, like, physically, it is, it's hard oh, work. yeah. And the elements as well. The like, elements, if, you're, yeah. if you're somewhere hot or if you're somewhere cold. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and how have you gone with, like, uh, you know, scaling up your art? Have you enjoyed doing that? Yeah, I have. I find it um, challenging. Like, I don't use a gridding method or projection or anything. I kind of just um, sketch onto a wall with chalk and then um, lay the paint down. But, uh, yeah, it's different. Like, it's hard getting the proportions right. You've got to do a lot of, like, stepping back and mm. um, checking. And um, do you just use, uh, you just use bucket paint for yours? Just bucket paint, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't really um, haven't used spray paint much maybe something for the future yeah, yeah it's got its, uh pro, you know pros and cons both of them depending yeah. on what surface you're on like yeah. if you're on a um like a really raw like a, a, a brick wall with deep you know um deep mortar your sort of spray paint works better well yeah that's the thing i kind yeah. of dread brick walls with bucket paint this just takes forever yeah yeah you spend more time trying to fill in the cracks and uh, yeah than actually painting yeah, and I feel like with my work, I need to get like a kind of a natural flow going. Like I need to work quite quickly, and mm -hmm. with brick, you just can't really do that. Like yeah. you're just trying to yeah fill in the cracks. Yeah. Yeah. At least now there's um with all those new builds going up, it's um they're sort of doing those lean to flat concrete walls, you know, which is uh oh yeah yeah I don't know if that's what they're called, but they sort of they you know they bring them in on a truck and just lean them up, and there's perfect flat concrete yep. slabs. Yeah. Okay. They're fun That's to paint. nice, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's fun to paint on. Yeah. Unless you want to use bricks as a grid though. That's something I've always uh, always used to do when I was younger was um if I was painting a brick wall, yeah. I'd um I'd do something that's quite um straight lined and gridded. Yeah, okay. And um and actually use the bricks for that. Like your gates? Yeah. There's more graffiti stuff okay. years ago. Like I'd do like a blocky sort of thing or Yeah. You know, but um but yeah. Uh, and even if I'm doing gates or anything. Now, if I need a, you know, if you need straight lines, you just follow the bricks. Yep. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I can't really do that with my work. There's so many curves in it. I yeah, know. I know. It's really hard. Yeah, because everything's from nature. With yeah. You, you know, animals and plants yeah, and stuff. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> so with your style, it's almost like, um, that my interpretation of it anyway is almost um, like looking at shadows or silhouettes. Yeah. Is, um, like, where did that, that idea come from? Um... I'm not sure because I always used to do just more uh, line drawings like and, and I didn't really fill them in um, and then I just started fill, filling them in just to try something different I'm not sure if it was even like um, I feel like all of my decisions are more intuitive like I don't really ever like plan too much so it was just like an intuitive thing that happened and I really liked the effect that um, real blocky kind of yeah silhouetted look mm. yeah and you've um and have you always like work predominantly in black and white as well? I guess so, yeah. Ever since I was a kid, I've always worked with um, like grey lead pencils and pens and um, I, I just, I really, I guess I'm more interested in like shape and um, yeah, form more than colour at this stage. Although I have started experimenting a little bit with colour, like with earthy colours and um, for an exhibition I'm working on at the moment, I'm using a lot more colour. But I do, I really like black and white. I find I'm often attracted to 
um, other black and white work as well of other artists, like just how bold and like striking and kind of stark it is. Yeah, it just really appeals to me. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like it's harder to, to hide things with just black and white as well. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. if, you, if like people could, if, if something's really intricate and lots of colours and that, you can sort lots of, of layers. Hi hide things away, but you know, you're sort of really exposed. Just yeah. With black and white. I feel like I just like reducing things down to like, um, just really like basic shapes, but kind of working on the shapes and just sort of uh, adjusting them really slightly. And when I look back at my work from like a year ago, it's really different, but like the changes, um, it's always just happening in like tiny little in increments. So I'm just like adjusting like the claws and like the shape of the ears and tail and um, putting a little bit of wobble where there wasn't any before, or that kind of thing. Like that's what I'm really interested in more than, more than color, I think, yeah, hmm. yeah. And what about layout as well? Like are you um, playing around with different compositions? Yeah, I am. Like I, I've been doing, I really enjoy doing like the kind of like crazy like patterns that I've been doing for a little while now with like, um, just like a flat pattern of um, plants and animals with no perspective. Like, I, I really like that. But I've been trying to experiment um, more recently with just um, simplifying things even more and just instead of having, like, so many elements, I'm trying to reduce it down to just, like, a couple. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so it's, like, even more bold and, yeah, simple. Yeah. Yeah. Because I like that, that one um, you did down in Richmond. Um, with me and uh, Mysterious oh, yeah, Sal yeah. as well. Uh, that was like a river scene, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, Yarra. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was, um, I guess that was like kind of the crazy like pattern yeah. that I was talking about. And like the I put the wobbles into it. Yeah. We were talking about that at the time, yeah. Um, I feel like I, I really actually, I think I like my work. I prefer it more when it is a little bit wobbly and uneven. Like I don't like smoothing out the lines too much. Mm. Just keeping it a little bit raw and like a little bit wild is, yeah, what I really like. Yeah, that's same as same as me. Yeah. It's, uh, it's been interesting. I've been working with Georgia Hill for the last um, few weeks in the studio and her stuff is so perfect and- Precise. Precise and- Yeah. It's just been weird, uh, you know, just um, putting them next to each other. Yeah, yeah. the juxtaposition. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it's fun. I, I, I don't know, it just makes me own it a bit more. Yeah. Because I thought I'd start painting a bit cleaner and then yeah. I tried to and it's like, it's never going to stand up to hers. So <laughs> don't you bother, mean you just started be... trying as you saw her work? Yeah, or... I thought, oh, maybe I'll try and just tidy this up a bit. And it's yeah. like, hang on, that's just, it's, it's not me. You know, I've got to own who I am and, yeah. and this is... Yeah, that's um, it. Because I, I don't enjoy painting perfect. I well, like... I feel like whenever I try to spend a lot of time getting things perfect, um, and really smoothing things out, it just kind of loses its spirit for me. Mm. Like I look at the final image and it just doesn't seem to have the feeling that I, I need it to. And I, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I like things being a little bit chaotic, yeah. a little bit wild. Yeah, totally. I yeah. think it's um, it may, it gives you um, room to uh, to be free as well. So I think when yeah. you're painting and everything has to be perfect, I notice the people who tend to paint like that use a lot of tools. Yeah. You know, like a string or, you know, spirit level and yeah, all yeah, these type of things. Yeah, I've never to, done that. I just, yeah. I think it would kill it for me. Like it, yeah, it's just, um, like I was saying before, I feel like I work from quite an intuitive level and um, I need th there to be kind of some flow going. Mm. And if I was to use too many tools or um, try too hard to get things perfect, it would just kind of kill the flow of it. Mm. Yeah. 
Yeah, I also can't be bothered ruling it all up. No, absolutely <laughs> not. That's why I don't grid either for murals. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, yeah. It's a big part of the process that takes a lot of time. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's <laughs> tedious. By yeah. the time you've finished doing that, it's like you've lost the urge to paint. Yeah. <laughs> different strokes for different folks. But yeah. I, I, it's good because I speak to so many different people on this podcast and everyone's yeah. got their own way of Everyone's at different. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's good. It, yeah, you need all types. Exactly, exactly. Otherwise, you know, it'd be boring. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you've um, you've been getting busier and busier as an artist, uh, you know, as time's gone on. Yeah. Like, like, like what's some of the, um, the work you're getting these days? At the moment, it's a real mix of exhibitions. So um, maybe I might do a few exhibitions in a year. And um, they're always quite time consuming and like taxing spend like a few I usually spend like a few months trying to get an exhibition together um, and then I'll do murals so like a mix of uh, more like public council murals but also like um, private home murals and then I sell prints online for my store but also like stock um, a few stores like in the city uh, and then like commission work so um, the moment I'm working on some branding for a music festival and yeah that kind of thing it's just like a real mix and it's always changing mm. find yeah. some weeks are more admin-y and like on the computer like designing and then other weeks are just like um yeah full-on painting like from mm. morning till night and then there'll be weeks where you're outside painting a mural yeah but i really like that i feel like i need the variation i um if it's always the same i get bored quite quickly yeah 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 no it's it's good i've um yeah, I've been really busy with exhibitions this year and it's, you know, the last one's like hung and all that sort of yeah. stuff. And I, I feel this void and it's like, hang on, I can do all these things I've been thinking about, you know, to actually move yeah. myself forward, you know, update the website. And yeah, yeah. Do this and do that and just plan a bit more. It's, yeah. um, and then I know that uh, like other jobs will come through, which would be completely yeah. different to sort of painting for an exhibition or something like yeah. that. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. It's, you need a mix. You do, you do. And it's good. It, it, I think it um, builds your skills as well because sometimes Definitely. you might find that you're on the computer, other times you're up a ladder, yeah. and sometimes <laughs> you, you're in the studio, you know, yeah. working on a on an A3 sheet of paper or something. Yeah, like that. that's it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, but you've just done a uh, a clothing range for um, for Kawhi. Yeah, I collaborated with Kawhi for um, a summer collection um, for 2019 summer. Yeah. yeah. How'd that come about? That came about, um, Christy, so she's the designer and the founder of Kauai, she contacted me um, just about doing a collaboration. They've done a few uh, artist collaborations before. Um, and I was super excited because I've been aware of them for a while, probably like the last five or six years I've known of them. And I really like their clothes, like I love just the style of clothing, um, but also I just love their whole ethos. They're like very environmentally aware and um, everything's produced locally in Brunswick um, yeah their focus is on being as sustainable as possible and like it's kind of um, a reaction to fast fashion so they're trying to make stuff um, I guess slow fashion yeah <laughs> you know stuff that will last and it's good quality and people wear and like again and again yeah um, so I really like their whole ethos and um, yeah so I was just super excited when she got in contact and we met up and had a chat about how it would all work and um, I guess my stuff works quite well as fabric print because it is like already like a pattern mm. um, and they 
I kind of had the idea of doing something like more based just on native Australian um, flora and fauna and Christy really liked that idea. Um, so we just went from there, but that was, that was pretty much the only direction, well, the only thing that we came to together was like, it would be um, native Australian animals and mm -hmm. plants. And then I had pretty much like full creative freedom cool. from there, which was great. Yeah, it, look, it looks really good. Oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah no. I'm super happy with how it turned out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's weird because when you, you know, I've worked with companies in the past and so you send your artwork across, you don't really know how they're going to respond to it. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, yours, yours worked really well. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I know. I'm really happy with how it worked out. And so you mentioned before that you've, um, you've been working on exhibitions. Like, uh, you're working on one at the moment, aren't you? Yeah, I am. I'm working on an exhibition for Outre Gallery, um, the new one that just opened up on Smith Street in Fitzroy. So that opens 3rd of May and we'll be on for a couple of weeks. Yep. So yeah, that's been the main thing that I've been up to um, the last little while. Probably the last month I've been pretty head down on it. I've got a month left. So yeah, I've kind of like cancelling all my other plans and I'm just working on that. Yeah. Yeah. It's good to have some focus though, isn't it? Yeah. To, like it an end good. goal. Yeah. Because you know? well, I find sometimes it can be in the studio and just painting for painting's sake, which is fun. And I think it's really important to have those times. But um, if it's always like that, it's sort of like, what do I what do I paint now? You're painting all these mish mishmash paintings that don't really work as a set, or yeah, yeah. You know. Well, I feel like my <laughs> what I'm painting at the moment is quite a mishmash. Is it <laughs> a little bit? But maybe it'll work out. Yeah, I think. Um, I don't know. I've, I've been a little bit stressed about it, but then I think that stress is kind of what I need sometimes as well, because it like pushes you to, like it forces you to think of new things and yeah. create new things. Um, which is what I've been doing a little bit. So it's kind of like a real mix of stuff mm. that I've got um, going. But um, yeah, hopefully it all comes together nicely in the end. Yeah, because there's something about like painting on a regular basis that that really pushes you as well. Because yeah. if you if you paint say three paintings a year, yeah, you could paint in a, in a real similar style. Yeah, and it's just nice to be painting. Yeah, but you're not really progressing. Whereas if you paint. Uh, say you're painting really regularly every day and they're all and they're all on display in front of you as well it make it forces you to um go oh well i can't just repeat myself i can't yeah. make the same painting again i know yeah that's yeah. what i've been struggling with at the moment it's like how how do you make it different like i sort of been bringing color a little bit more into it and um yeah what i was saying before about trying to like just uh, reduce it to like a few simple elements mm. rather than like always doing the the crazy pattern thing mm -hmm. But yeah, no, it's good. It it um it kind of forces you to progress. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. It um yeah it can do your head in at times though. Oh, you think, definitely. You think oh, like I'm all out of ideas. I'm all out of ideas. What am I going to do? <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah. it's all due. <laughs> <laughs> I've got nothing left in the tank. I know. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of how I'm feeling at the moment. Yeah. But um, you you always pull it together. It's amazing. Yeah. Maybe a walk in nature is what you need. Yeah, well, I've been having a few of them down the Yarra because I've got my dog, Merka, so I always take her down to the Yarra and that's always good to clear the head. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I find that's where uh, I get my best ideas. On walks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, around, surrounded by trees and yeah. all that sort of stuff. Definitely. Yeah. It's where the idea for this podcast came about. Oh, really? On yeah. a walk? Yeah, walking out in nature. <laughs> all right, Mina, are you uh, ready for some rapid-fire questions? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Alrighty, um, name one artist you think deserves more shine. I'm just gonna say like one of my best friends, <laughs> Zoe Irving. Um, I've like known her for about 15 years and her work is actually just like 
incredible. She's definitely got to be one of my favorite artists ever. So definitely Zoe Irving. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. We'll have to look her up. Yeah, she's good. Um, what's one medium you'd love to work with? Uh, sculpture. I'd like to play around with um, ceramics again and maybe like even like wire and paper mache, like go large scale sculpture. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I can see that happening. Yeah. Well, you've got some uh, exhibitions coming up, so you've got space to fill. Well, yeah, I'm thinking about that, actually. Yeah. It might happen if I have time. There's the idea you're looking for. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, what's one skill you wish you had? Uh, I'm going to go with contemporary dance. Like, if I could just be, like, an amazing dancer, like, super, like, strong and flexible and, like, really fit, like, that would be... I just... I feel like that would such a joyous like feeling yeah yeah it's not the sort of thing you can just turn around in a couple of weeks so it's a, it's a long road yeah i feel like people really like work hard at that so yeah. <laughs> we'll see you want to click your fingers and be yeah. um who's your uh, favorite artist uh i can't think of like one but i really like um hj wedge um Merkimora and keith herring probably some of my favorites yeah yeah. Cool. Um, what advice would you give your younger self? Um, just not to sweat the small stuff so much, I think. Um, and just, yeah, just to relax and realise that, like, you're doing much better than you think you are. And it's all going to be okay. Yeah. You can get <laughs> yeah. caught in your head sometimes. Yeah, though. yeah. Just not to overthink things so much, I yeah. think. Yeah. And do you, do, you work, uh, do you live solely off your art? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty easy to get caught up when it's like... Overthinking. Yeah, because, you know, like when you've got a full-time job, you just uh, just have to show up to work every day. And well, that's the thing. And then, then you can you get, get home paid. and switch off. Yeah. Whereas like, I don't feel like I ever really switch off. Like, it's really hard. Mm. Yeah, you're always thinking about the next thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I, I, I try to, um, yeah, leave my thoughts in the studio. Yeah, well, you're good like that, even putting your phone on aeroplane mode, like, yeah. after work. I don't do that, and I should, because, <laughs> yeah... Yeah. It's a bit of a nightmare. I didn't take it off aeroplane mode today till about midday. That's incredible. Great. Like I've got to start doing that. <laughs> it's so good for your mental state. I think. Oh yeah. And as soon as I took it off, it was like ding ding, yeah. ding and vibrate. I was yeah. like, oh jeez, what's going on? Yeah. You know. But um and it was the day it started then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um uh, do you have like uh, a dream project you'd like to work with? I can't think of like a specific project, but um I really want to try and tie in my art with my passion for the environment and conservation. So that's kind of the long-term goal. It's like, how do I um, marry those two things? Yeah. yeah and make a, a real difference to the environment through art. Mm. Yeah. So I'm always kind of thinking of how I could do that, but it's like something that's emerging at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. I was, um, I was thinking a lot about that a few years ago. I was looking, looking into it. I like it was it was more of um, I was working for packaging companies yeah. doing graphic design, and they none of them seemed to care about the environment. Yeah, you know, and actually one of the last um, design jobs I had, I like they were trying to make me add extra plastic to a job that I saw as being unnecessary. Yeah, right. And um, had an argument and and left the job and uh, <laughs> and became an artist. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> but, um, that was the final straw. Yeah, but I know I've been I, I just. I know, pla like plastic really irks me. Yeah. And um, and just seeing how it's used in uh, in the day to day. Yeah. Like you know, life. 
really yeah. for everyone like it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's totally. crazy I um I don't know I just I see like uh, there's all the bioplastics and all that being invented and I just yeah. want to see them used for everything yeah <laughs> so totally don't, don't kill the planet yeah know? so um so where are you uh, wanting to take your art career well I guess in that direction really yeah, yeah just um yeah, and it's just something that's like I haven't figured it out yet. I feel like it's a um, I'm kind of just like so busy at the moment. I feel like I haven't even got a chance to think like long term. Yeah. But yeah, I definitely want to um, move things towards somewhere more political and somewhere um, more into the realm of conservation and the environment. Um, but it's it's emerging. Yeah. Yeah. The good thing is it's such a um, it's a big subject these days. Yeah. And um, you know, there's a lot of people. Uh, you know, doing good things. Yeah, and, definitely. And um, I guess you can uh, you know, help out with these projects and yeah. movements. Yeah. You know, get, in, get on board. It might be like a uh, collaboration kind of situation. I yeah. Think. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's it's good to be because, you know, I, I've thought about it as well. And, like, there's a lot of, um, like, I'd love to help out as much as possible. Yeah. And I, but I know that as an artist I can help out uh, with art and then, and then, you know, and then whatever else I've got time for. Yeah. But there's all these other people that are, um, you know, doing all those jobs that you don't actually really want to be doing yeah, for exactly. it, you know, like sitting in parliament and all that yeah. type of stuff and speaking to, you know, speaking to the press or whatever, you yeah. know. But um, as an artist, you can you can play your role. Well, yeah, you've just got to use what you have and do what you do best, like whatever you enjoy, then just sort of um, go with that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So do you have any uh, future plans or projects on the go? Um, I've got the show coming up at Outre Gallery. That's on uh, the 3rd of May. It opens in Fitzroy. And then I've got another solo exhibition at Backwards Gallery, which will be in September. But I haven't got the exact dates for that one yet. Yeah. Um, and then some murals. I've got a few murals coming up. Um, some commission work. But yeah, I feel like that's going to keep me pretty busy for the next couple of months. Yeah. Yeah. It's good to hear. Yeah. A, uh, a working artist is a good artist, eh? <laughs> It's good. Yeah, yeah. I can't complain. <laughs> yeah. And um, so where's the best place for people to see your art online? On Instagram. My username is just minalunig and on my website, which is minalunig.com. All right. Cool. Yeah. Well, um, thanks for taking the time to sit down, Mina. Thanks for talking to me. It's been good. Yeah, no worries. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Bench Talk. To view images of the guest's artwork... Follow us on Instagram at bench underscore talk or go to the website benchtalkpodcast.com. If you want to stay up to date with the latest episodes, subscribe via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud or Stitcher. If you like the podcast, don't forget to tell a friend. Uh, thanks again for tuning in and stay tuned for next week's episode.